Hi everyone, welcome to Training with Casey, where we explore animal training and living our best lives with animals. I'm Joseph Laughlin, producer of this podcast, and now here's your host, Casey Covert. Let's get started. Hey, welcome everyone. It's Training with Casey, and I'm your host, Casey Covert. And thank you, Joseph, for the introduction. I would like to talk about two traits of top trainers. There's a lot more traits required to be a fantastic trainer than these two, but these two are some of the more rare traits. And they're not generally just natural traits. These are traits that I believe need to be cultivated. We need to set out with the intention of, you know, creating, honing, improving these skills. So what are they? They are the ability to observe and discern. Well, what is observation? Observation is the ability to watch with focus and analysis. So you look and you see something and you see how much it changes or what direction it goes in or what else is there. You gather all the critical data that you can while you're watching. And this can be a process that's much more involved than you might think. Because in reality, even if you're a great observer, if you're really good at noting what is present when something happens, you normally can't see much in any one viewing. So when we watch our training, we are, in order to observe all the critical things that are happening, we're going to have to watch that video generally one time for each trait. So on the Sinalia Dog Arousal page on Facebook, there's the base training video, and it shows you how to go from the very beginning and teach an animal conditioned relaxation and how to apply those skills to solve a real life situation. And it only takes 13 minutes. So if you read about conditioned relaxation, you already know that we're going to teach the skills to the dog of bridges. There's two different kinds of bridge that the dog needs to learn about. We're going to teach, teach them about the finger target and about the idea of focusing your attention. We're going to do a lot of name and explain. And in that name and explain, even though in this particular little dog, we just take 13 minutes we're going to name and explain the signs of tension. 
like tension in the muscle, holding the head up, holding the legs up, holding the tail up, holding the ears up, the eyes wide open, maybe a little bit of white showing around the outside, panting, heavy breathing, barking. There's all kinds of signs, but we're also going to name and explain for the dog the signs of relaxation, the lessening tension in the muscles, the names of those muscles. It goes on and on. So a lot happens in that 13 minutes. So I mentioned a lot of the things that we name and explain. I mentioned the bridges and the targets, but we're also going to do body work with our hands. So you might want to really understand how we use the hands, how many kinds of touch there are involved. How fast does the touch, you know, how, how quickly does it affect the animal's mental state? How quickly is the animal able to self-manage their relaxation to actually get themselves calm? That's a lot of traits. If you want to know how we use bridging, you're probably going to have to watch that video all the way through and just focus on bridging. Then to understand the use of words, you're going to watch it again. To understand the use of targets, you'll watch it again. To understand the use of the hands, you'll watch it again. And so it goes. And it is by watching each of those elements that you really figure out what is going on in that training session. So it takes not only focus, but dedication. You have to stay on the job until you have observed what there is to observe. So what's discernment? Discernment, where observation is the ability to note and catalog the various things that were going on. Discernment is the ability to recognize the difference that makes a difference. So I remember a video that we were watching as a class and it was a very talented trainer that was helping this dog and he helped the dog considerably. But the dog was relaxing, relaxing, relaxing and all of a sudden kind of pops up with alert eyes. And the trainer said, I don't understand or I, this is how I recall it. I don't understand why the dog did that. But I noticed that at that instant, a shadow passed over the dog's face and eyes. And even if a dog has his eye closed, he will probably, or he's very likely to pick up on changes of light and darkness, even through the closed eyelids. So I'm used to watching for that because differences of light are frequently the cause of a problem. If you think about working with horses, when a horse goes from a bright sunny outside into the dark barn or vice versa, when a marine mammal goes from the air underwater 
These are all places where we're more likely to get uh, hesitation, balking from the animal. And it, it seems to be associated with a change in perception. So I knew to be very aware of changes in light when I see a change in the animal. So this trainer, armed with this thing to consider, went back, fixed that change, and the dog did great. That's all it took. I was able to discern the change in the light, that that was the difference that made the difference for that dog. So observation and discernment, the ability to see what's there to be seen and the ability to see which of those things makes a critical difference and what difference it makes. Even when people are naturally good at this, they can usually improve. And videoing our own training and then watching, observing, and discerning our training practices and results are an excellent way to study that. We do this as a matter of course in our classes where we have video coaching and live coaching. So we'll automatically take the video from the student's case studies and go over it together. In fact, we'll even go over it where I can uh, give an example of how I might do this thing by talking over the video in real time. Now we can't see what the difference that, that will make will be because the video has already been taken. I'm talking over a video that has already been produced, but it makes it very realistic for the trainer to observe that and then go back and apply it in their own training situation and discern whether or not that makes a difference. Now, if you haven't thought about your observation and discernment skills, if you, may, I don't know, maybe you think you're just intuitively really good, and you probably are, but intuitive ability is not as useful as conscious ability. And the reason why is that you cannot predictably replicate your success, nor can you explain it to somebody else. Most trainers, and I've certainly been one, will go through a stage in their teaching where they'll say, for example, may I take your dog? I feel like I know what needs to be done, but I can't explain it to you. They will then take the dog, take it through the process, observe themselves so that they can then turn around and explain what they're doing for the owner. That is the process of taking unconscious knowledge to the realm of conscious knowledge. And conscious knowledge, you can apply, you, you can 
put it into new situations and follow it by reasoning and say, okay, how is, what effects will that have? And so it's extremely powerful until you take your knowledge to that point, you may be very good, but you will not be as good as you can be when you are not only Zen with the process, but you know what that process is and you can communicate it effectively to others, whether there's clients or new trainers that you're training. Okay, give it some thought and bring me comments. I'd love to hear uh, what you're you know, thinking about this. And just remember on the podcast, uh, we are not currently on a platform that encourages comments. And so we're looking for a new platform. And we have addressed that another way. If you sign up for news and notifications at Sinalia.com, you will automatically be added to our community of all the people on our mailing list. And there you can comment on any of the podcasts and ask questions and so on and so forth. So it's been a lot of fun so far. I've learned a lot from those of you that are watching our videos, thinking about them and giving feedback. It's really appreciated. Okay, I hope that this podcast resonates with you and that you'll bring your comments back. I look forward to it. Take care. Thank you very much. Until next time. Hey fans, are you enjoying training with Casey? Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from. Also, don't forget to subscribe to Casey Covert on YouTube. That is youtube.com forward slash C slash Casey Cover. Also, give the podcast a like, share, and comment. Thanks for joining us. Come back for more news and views on animal training and living with animals. Stay at the top of the pack with Casey. This is Joseph Laughlin, producer of Training with Casey. See you next time.